Hello and welcome to Live with OT. Um, you know how much we love our stories to be heard and we never forget some things that were so significant in our lives. So here is a podcast that talks about love, talks about God, talks about childhood memories. So stay tuned as I take you back in time. Hello and welcome to Life with OT. Okay, Life with OT. <laughs> okay, hello and welcome to Life with OT. We are back again. We are back again. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's like I'm saying sorry too much anytime I'm starting this my podcast because procrastination, what is it? <laughs> what is it? So I really have a lot of ideas. Like sometimes I'll sit down, I have things to say, but I will not say them. So I was. I will know that today. I. I won't look at me. There is this app I use, Productivity app. It's a reminder that whatever I'm supposed to do, I have this. Pod, uh, I have this um, app on me that reminds me what to do. Do you know that I wake up every like is every every Wednesday. I told myself every Wednesday my podcast must be up every Wednesday, and I've not fulfilled that. And this this app has been ringing, reminding me, and I'm not doing it. Oh, God help me. Okay, so, <laughs> so yes, thank you so much for joining us if you are new, and if you are our old follower, thank you so much for sticking around and listening to another episode of Life with OT podcast. So why do I, I, I know people, uh, yeah, I've got some questions of why Life with OT, where is OT coming from? OT is my native name, a short form from um, Otobon. Otobon means what? sent from God because yeah your host is sent from God uh-huh. <laughs> so yes I, I had to shut from the name from Otobong and why did I even yes I think it's my mom yeah I, I will say it's my mom because she has been disturbing me of changing to change my my um, to make Otobong my official name so my name is Rachel Bassi Rachel Bassi yes Rachel so she was like she's like sad that she would have made Otobong the official name and so and she loves the name so much that I you know I had to just use it and I think I like it because I I think there are so many Rachel Bassey and I thought okay Oti should be the one for this podcast and yeah I came up with that so Oti Life with Oti uh, is a podcast that talks about love talks about God talks about childhood memories and yeah talks about talks about life. <sighs> So yes, I would want to thank everybody for the last episode. Like people really, really contributed, sent their, you know, contributions, opinions on our last podcast, which was on the rejection, where I had my first virtual guest. But I'm really, really sorry, guys. Network was messing with us. Like it was crazy. You could hear some, you know, poor network connection. But I'm happy that at least you could understand some little things that were said on the podcast and. Rejection is a very sensitive topic that I would want to talk about again. Like I would want to, you know, if it's just me, so we don't have network, poor network connection. If it's just me, that'll be saying it's no problem. So yeah, I had my very good friend, um, Chris, who came and shared his own opinion. So I thought rejection is, um, it should be, you know, both sides, like a girl and a boy. So I had to bring him on board and he really, really, gave us a lot of insights like I, I was inspired by him and yeah we shouldn't be ashamed of rejection 
remember we can't be for everybody and everybody can be for us that's always my quote so once you are thinking of checking a lady once you're thinking of ah, may i go try this girl remember that you can be rejected or you can still be accepted so any which way just you know take it with good faith <laughs> take it with what good faith i'm happy that guys know how to handle rejection more than the ladies because of how the society has made us um has made us to be like women don't go after the men you get so once a woman tries you know to make the first move and she gets a a turn um uh, a turn down we deal with it differently because i feel like i don't know i just feel like ladies are like we are like oh my respect so men nobody you get so they, i don't know there is just this general perception of guys that guys try to accept the I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but guys try to accept it. But women, we we have reasons to accept someone. Guys too have it though. Pussy pushing, don't get me wrong. But I don't know how to explain it, but let's just leave it. <laughs> so I enjoyed my time talking and uh, talking with Chris on rejection. And I would also want to say a shout out to a friend who sent his. Uh, he was he's my very first um uh um guest to send me a voice recording, and his name is Christopher from Facebook. Thank you so much, Christopher. Thank you so much for that um, wonderful, 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 wonderful um, voice recording you did there. Thank you so much for encouraging me and telling me that I should, you know, be fine and learn how to deal with anxiety. So, yes. So, talking about anxiety, I did a podcast on it and I'm happy that I'm really doing well with my anxiety. How I've been reading a lot of self-help books and I've been putting them to practice. Like, it's one thing for you to read and it's another thing for you to read and do them. You get so one reader can, one writer can tell you this is how to deal with it, and you'll be like nodding your head and be highlighting things, and then they are not moving forward with it. So for me, I'm 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 super happy that I'm happy that I'm doing well with my anxiety. I'm you know, um, um I, I don't know, like I'm pushing through and not giving a fuck. And then another book I would recommend. I think I should do a book review. I think I have a lot of things to say on my podcast today. <laughs> so yeah, I'm getting some insights. Okay. So yes, I read a lot, as everyone knows, as some people know, I read a whole lot. And the book I'm reading now, um, The Mountain The Mountain Is You, yeah, The Mountain Is You by Brianna West. Did I pronounce that right? Brianna West. The West has I, so I don't know how to pronounce it, but just take it as, as, as it is. And then if you would want um, to, you know, have a copy of it or, you know, I would put it down on my podcast show show box where you read and then yeah you get to get a link to download it i hope it's legal because some of these books you, you know once you're uh, an inside writer can actually tell you where to get most of the books some books you have to buy them and to buy them will be small money but for me i have my ways around the internet so i find ways to you know get um ways to download books that i can't access Please don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell anybody. Okay. So, uh, yeah, like it. I think I should do an introduction. Every other podcasters would, you know, do introduction of who they are. For me, I don't used to. So today, I'll start by introducing myself. So I'm Rachel Bassi, aka Oti Rice. I'm a writer and I'm a crypto savvy. And that's where I should end. That's where I, should, I will end. I beg. <laughs> that's where I will end. And um, yeah, I'm a seventh level student of clinical studying science laboratory technology, a major of physiopharmacology. And um, yeah, all thanks to Asu for keeping me here because by now I should be done with school. But what am I doing here? <laughs> what am I doing here? I'm not worried again. Then I will be like, 
angry, tired, you know, stressed out, and you know, put my question aggression on those of people because of what I'm saying. A lot of people are talking about my family. Sometimes I just look up in the morning and I'm angry. But now I'm happy that um, oh forget school, forget Nigeria. What to do is just to get that um, you know, find a way to just jump back to have that degree. You know, make sure that your life is properly planned or yeah, whatever. So oh, I've said so much. Oh. If I want to even end this podcast here, yeah, I don't talk plenty. <laughs> okay, um, today, why do I have this podcast on? I, to be honest, I didn't think of what I would be saying on this podcast, but come to think of it, I've gotten questions of why, uh, what inspired me to writing, um, what was the push, who put me on, has it been my talent? Do you know why? People ask me this question because once they ask me, what are you studying in school? And my course is nowhere close to the arts. So where this writing, where is this writing coming from? Like even myself, I I I, I need I need to be schooled on some literature terms, especially when writing a story, because there are a lot of things that I have no idea. Like sometimes I'll be reading a book and I'm like, God, why did people get this thing? So my sister, my, my younger studied um she she yeah, she's in the arts, so she sometimes helped me with a lot of things. And I'm a bit lazy and tired to go back to read art books. So I, I, I think I will I, I will um further my education in that line. Or maybe go for an arts training. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, so talking about writing. Why I started writing, when I started writing and everything you need to know about writing. So yeah, this podcast might not be for everybody, it might not be the niche for everybody, but since people really love to know more about me and what I do. So yeah, I'm sure you enjoy my journey on writing. So um yeah, questions of yeah, uh you're doing science and then I'm doing writing. I started writing when I was about seven or eight years and um it's been a long time. <laughs> and I I I don't know, I had it was a passion, it's still a passion because I enjoy writing. I I started as writing. I owned a journal since I was about that age, and I knew what journal was. When I'm angry, I put down my emotion, I pin them down. All the emotions, angry, sad, depressed, everything. Then my writing, then my writing journals. I don't joke with my journals, and at some point, I believe in my journal. It's just like people having beliefs. So I believe so much in my journal. People don't. People feel like it's a waste of time. But for me, I enjoy writing on my journals. I don't joke. I have a lot of journals. I have a whole lot of journals. I have a plan book. So every my life is just going on like in a plan. Like I, I I don't know how to I get anxious if I don't you know write down things that I need to do. Like I feel like I'm overwhelmed and I can't handle so many things all at the same time. So I have a plan book, I have a journal, I have a prayer journal. So if, uh, I have a Thanksgiving journal, but I mostly mix my you know sometimes I get um, finding going to find a book for my this. So I mix my prayer journal and my Thanksgiving journal. Why do I name it Thanksgiving journal? So once I have my plan book, what I want to do, what I want to get to so years, this is a month, you know, by the end of more, more of like New Year resolution, something like that, in that order. So I would write down what I want to say, and once I, once I'm able to, you know, put them down, and it happens, I I love to check them, and it always works for me, even if it's not like ninety percent of it, but half of the things I pray for, half of the things I say I, I want to get done, will be done, and. It's an, it's an amazing I, I don't know I don't know I just want people to have an open mind 
try the journal, the journal, you know, lifestyle, write things that you want to do, pin down your resolution, what you want to achieve this year. And sometimes looking going back to read my journals gives me joy that are the things these are the things I thought about two years ago, three years ago and I'm seeing so much progress you get. So as I started writing, okay, let me go back with how I started when I started writing, seven about eight years old, I started writing and I didn't have audience. My only audience was my mom. We would why I'm saying we is that I and my sisters would write for I and my sisters we 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 the writers then. So they laid down the writing stuff. I was the one who picked it up like two years ago. But my sisters and I we would always write every holidays, we'll find things to do, be busy. We were I don't know, I swear we were <laughs> Not to be hyping ourselves, but we always had something going on in our lives. My senior sister was good with um, uh, Roman numerals. Like, she would write uh, Roman numerals from I to... It passed 1,000, honestly, I know go joke. And there was really no, you know... um, You know, in school, now they will not tell you I to... They will not give you... They will just give you 500. um, 500 is this, you know, 100 is this. But my sister took her time wrote the Roman numerals and she had it and people used it people used to come to get it from her for school projects and on school whatever assignments they had so my sister would be all good we would read the bible we would learn stories in the bible we had we were good with quiz we did so many things but my mom used to say that technology has really like taken us far away from our creativity and somehow we strong because there are things that we can go fall back into right going to you know waste our time solving 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 the net you know going around things reading this doing that doing that doing that doing that and all of that so forget the things that we need to get done or we need to do so we were so busy with our lives then and i started writing i, I write stories like the wicked mother-in-law the this the that the this the this the this the this the that so <laughs> those are the kind of my fictions, like those are the kind of stories that I wrote because I really used to write, I read a lot, you know, storybooks, my thing and all of that. So um, my mom was our audience and my mom was amazing. Like that woman and my husband, <laughs> like she has been my backbone. She has been everything, even when she knows that this thing that we are doing, money no kukuma, they make you publish them. But we said everyone understand how they pub- how do they publish this kind of thing. But my mom was always there to contribute. She will listen, she will sit down and listen to our dry stories. And she had a way of encouraging us. Don't worry, don't worry. Because I had a dream that I had a passion that as I'm done with my stories that I'm only I want my book to be among the literature books in schools and stuff like that. And then once I, I said I I I grew past that age, I, I, I don't know, the zeal. You know, slow down in the week. But I know I wrote articles. I, I, I'm good with self help books and I read a lot of self help books, like a lot. So I think the the self help stuff started since I was small. Because I remember I wrote an article on You Can Make It in Life, it was my first article. And um, and um, um, life is not all about bed of roses. And I, what I'm saying, I was just in my JS1. JSS1. And so this, those articles were published on our school magazine. I don't know how I was so good with these things were from my mind. Like I did not go anywhere to copy and paste or anything. They were everything that I thought I should share. And then I was so lucky that it was, you know, shared, posted and being published on our school magazine. And yeah, it's, it's something that I really, really treasure, treasure, like something that I, I'm happy that I did something like that. And then, yeah, I stopped writing after then. 
I did I did minutes. I did minutes. I took a minute of our school event. Like no one asked me to do it, but I did it myself. I just enjoyed doing something, something, something that involves writing. And so um two years so when I started coming official with my writing thing was two years ago when this the whole world was on lockdown. And then I was like tired, didn't know what to do, waking up in the morning, confused. So and during this period I was reading a lot too. So I thought about writing since I was reading more of the novel that time, I thought about writing my own story. So yeah, I started writing my own story and I was pushed. I, I have, I think I've already said that I have a big, big, big anxiety thing going on. I'm an overthinker. Like I think a lot. I, I presume, I assume all the assumptions that you can think of. I, I do it a lot, and it really used to affect my progress. Really used to affect the things that I want to do, but I'm scared that you know some person would think this, some person would think that. Like it's, it's so bad. So I wasn't, I wasn't okay that I wanted to post this. But a friend, as I then, had a friend who said, just do it, just do it. And then that's how I started publishing. I'll be posting. I'll be letting out my writing skills out there. And one, I, I got so many, you know, um, comments, messages, people, and even I had, I got uh, 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 even critics, you know, sent their comments. And I was so happy at that time. But I was a bit scared, but I was happy that I, that everybody could join in on Facebook as I then that was where I first posted. And I was happy. And I wanted to do more. So that's how I started my writing. Join. Me. And that's been an amazing one. Uh, once I started letting people know that I was a writer, even if I was scared, I got my first job. I got a, a writing gig that I should do, you know, work on a research for a master's uh, student who studies in the UK. And I was so angry because I wasn't paid. Like I wasted my time doing research, using my data, and that guy paid me nothing. My mom was angry, everybody was, and I did so well. I wrote so well on work as young as I, as I was <laughs> this is two years back but <laughs> I still consider myself as like I was young and yeah I learned my lessons from there I um, I, 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 I did a fiction for uh, a YouTube guy who wanted to start like who wanted to to do a YouTube video you know a movie short movies and yeah, I was paid for that work, so I was happy. Well, although the money was too small, but um, I'm a kind of person that I, I'm not too worried about money when I'm doing something that I love. Not like I don't want to be paid, don't get me wrong, before you start, doing, <laughs> before you start sending, sending me messages of, please do this for me for free. So what I'm saying is, I, I am scared of, you know, bidding, you know, telling people this is how I charge, because I don't want to go overboard, I don't want people to run away. And I was also, I'm someone that I really don't go after the money first. So far, you, you are willing to give me, trust me enough to give me this job. Trust me enough to do this, then I'm okay with it. So yeah, I got that. And I was paid very little. Can I even say it? If I say it, you must shout. So I was paid that amount. And I was happy. I was, I, I am always happy when I'm working. I'm always happy when I'm writing. Once someone just dropped me a message, Rachel, write this for me. I am super happy. Not be the one where you go, they suck me like literally every time. Rachel, do this for me, and you're not you know, encouraging me or giving me at least more something. That's what I wouldn't like. But yeah, I was happy doing it for him. And after then, I started getting these little gigs you know, here and there. And I think the major breakout was um, last year. Yeah, it was last year. 
where a friend that I, I don't know much about this guy. This guy doesn't know anything about me aside my name and that I'm a writer. He doesn't know where I'm where I'm schooling. He doesn't know anything. And then he used to like my writings, you know. He told me, ah, my friend writes too. This is his um, medium link. You can, you can read one or two things. This is um, his Instagram page, stuff like that. And that was the end of our chat. And someone, um, one day he told me, oh, I have a job for you, but now is not the time. Let's run. I was like, oh, okay, okay, no problem. So in the middle of last year, while I was in IT, he messaged me. I was like, okay, Rachel, so this is it. I, I am, I'm in Ireland, and I want you to write a visa uh, um, extension letter, write a letter to the immigration that I would want to, you know, continue my stay in Ireland, and I would want to, you know, because it is something that they used to do. They give you a pass. I've forgotten how to call it. So and all of that. So I want to retain my stay and go for a job and stuff like that. I think he got the job, and he wanted them to extend his visa. So once I got it, do you know how to write letters? I say yes. Uh, please, I'm, I know how to write, but I've not really gone ahead to do a letter, official letter. So he said, okay, no problem. I, and one thing my mom has taught me is, you you, you can't don't don't try to say no. Try it first. If you can't, if you know one way you cannot do this thing, you move on. You tell him, ah, Oga cannot do it. So my mom taught me that you know how to do it. It's just that you haven't done it before. So experience what is the best teacher. Tell him yes that you can do it. So once he said this extension letter, I was super scared. I think I used super too much in my house. I was so scared. I I almost wanted to say no. Because I didn't want this is someone's future in my hands. My mom said, even the people that are best writers on things like this, SOP, personal statements and stuff like that. They will still get rejected. It doesn't lie in your hands. Well, you have to do your best, write well, that it will be accepted. But it still doesn't lie in your hands. You can still tell you, oh God, no, sir, fuck it. No, we are not accepting. So I was so scared. I did, um, within two weeks, we were done with the um, uh, visa extension. The titles. It was, it was, it was bulky, but it was the most amazing time because I get to learn, I get to know how extension letters are, you know, visa extension letters are written to the immigration what to put down, what not to put down. So I learned a lot and I knew um, a whole lot from, you know, from his statement. So yes, and the amount he called, I shouted because I have not gotten that kind of money before in my entire writing career. As I then, not now, <laughs> as I then. So I was, I shouted, I was like, Jesus, because it was too much. I, I, my friend, um, someone told me, well, they pay people even more. So I was happy that that guy considered me and wanted to give me a good pay. And he did. He paid her first. I did finish the work and he completed the payment. And I started praying. I said, God, please, oh, let them let them pick this guy. You made a no do me. Anyhow, I was scared. I was I was so scared. So finally, like I think two weeks or a month, I messaged him like, Oh, what's up? How far? Any progress? Have you been accepted? accepted and he said oh yes i'm so sorry i did not i was jumping i jumped i was happy i, I was singing i was dancing because this was someone's future and i was happy that like i was proud of myself like this is something i almost said no to so i'm doing so well i was so happy and come on i was so happy and he was like oh thank you rachel thank you so much for helping me out with this and that's how i wrote my first visa extension later and that was my first breakout of, in my writing career okay <laughs> So yes, we move into 
I worked as um, um, more of like um, a provider for a lady who ha- who owns uh, a kids uh, uh, brand or and um, I don't know how to explain it, but she would write things and she asked me to make a, um, a provider and a bit for her. So how I got this job was a miracle. A friend too on Facebook, so that's why I'm trying to let people know that once you let your work out there, once you let people know who you are, what you do, things, excuse me, things will just fall into place. You don't need to do a whole lot. You don't need to know the whole world before you can. If you have God and you pray and you do right, like do it like what you know how to do, do it to your own best, then everything the universe will work for you. So people get favored. You can you don't. So not only when you get you get favored when you are connected, when you have the connection, this God can just do miracles. You get. So I knew this guy. This guy said, I took Kuma to Sabiam. And he, you know, the good thing when I like I really, really thank God for their life and I, I'm so happy that I, I have them in my life that they could recommend me. Recommendation is one of the things that has taken me this far. Someone recommending you, recommending you, do this, do this, do this, do that, do that, do that. Or have someone that does this, or have someone that is good at this and once you let your work out there and people know who you are, they will surely come for you. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. So this guy um, sent my number to a lady, a lady and the lady called and I was thinking it was another job someone asked me to do. No it's entirely different thing and someone that I least expected. And I was asked to show up at her, her office and then I was in your for this guy's mentioning it. I didn't want to mention your locations, but then, yeah, I was in Uyo. Okay, let's just, let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I was in Uyo and I went to her office and she was like, do you know who gave you? I'm like, oh, no, ma, no, ma. She was like, okay, they asked to call the guy and I was shocked when I saw the person because the woman said was asking me if he's my boyfriend. I said, no, you know, so people should, you know, cancel the idea that people need to get one or two things from you before they help you. It's totally wrong. You can get favored. You don't need anything. You don't even need the connection. God can do anything for you. So yes, that's how I got the job. And yeah, the job lasted. There's a contract which lasted for about three months. And um, and then yeah, my writing journey has been you know different gigs, different that you know LinkedIn, LinkedIn. There's a lot of apps, although I'm not so consistent, but it has been a great journey so far. And um, another breakout I had was uh, having a friend. Um, shout out to TJ Odaisi. Hope I got that right. So yes, um, I knew him from an app to the LinkedIn app, and we started talking with him. So we talked a lot, and he had this he's just business-minded. He's he's intelligent, and you know he's smart. So he owns. I think I think um, what's the name of his brand? I think it's the Optilic. OptiClick. I hope I got it right too. OptiClick. So it's a brand that does more of the editing. I think uh, I don't know much about it in that line. And then he gave me my first job in crypto and asked me to write something about the crypto. I was scared because I've not really done anything about copywriting before. But he pushed me into doing copywriting. Ha! It was this. This was a friend. Oh, this is a friend. But he was really really hard on me, which I really much appreciate because I took it seriously. And he doesn't know how to mix friendship with business. So he was paying me for the job and I had to get it done right. And if I didn't do well, he would shout out like, Rachel, do this well. So yeah, he was focused. And that's how I got the job and I did well. It was my first time in the crypto world writing about crypto for a site. And I did awesome. And there was and the reason he really complimented was because I 
I didn't know much about the crypto space. There was not much um, materials, but I tried my best, and he, he liked it. And likewise, he's fine. And that's how I got my space into. That's how I got myself into the crypto world. And as, as I said in, in the introduction, that I'm a crypto savvy, so I I had to put that down into my my resume, my CV. And yeah, I had friends to shout out to. Ah, he told me never to. <laughs> He told me never to mention his name, but yeah, shout out to K. Let me use that. Let me use the initials. Shout out to K for joining where he called and asked me to send my CV, and that's how I got into the crypto space. So yes, I'm head of operations for um, Bond Project. Yeah, I should just say it for um, uh, a, a crypto project that is built under the Binance Smart Chain. So yes, I'm, I'm happy for my progress so far. So how has writing been for you? Writing has been crazy. Sometimes you get inspired. Sometimes you are not inspired. Sometimes you, um, writing will be here. Sometimes you you have all the words, but to put them right could be another case for some people. And if you're if you're new or you want you want ways to start writing, I think you should read more. That's the first thing I keep telling people. It's not just about writing your own. Read other people's work. Read their their history, how they started, you know, you could pick one or two things and you could learn from them. So read a lot of, about a lot of writers, have a mentor, even if you, you can't talk to them physically, but have someone that you all you're always following, follow the social media, what they do, how they go about this, how they figure, how they, you know, make difficult things look easy and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm, sometimes I'm inspired and one of the greatest fear I've had is if people will like my work, that was that is the only thing I, I really suffer from in my writing journey. I'm always scared that people wouldn't like this, people wouldn't like that, people wouldn't. So it's been crazy so far. It's been crazy for me, but I'm happy that my my you know trying to help myself you know move past this anxiety you know and people's perception about me and stuff like that. I've been doing great. I've been doing great, and I've been putting out my work out there. I'm not really scared. Sometimes I feel it's natural for you to feel. Oh my god, would they like it? Oh my god, my sentence is correct. You know, it's just first try. I won't compare my writing to now. I can never. My writing then was awkward. It was so bad. It was terrible. It's bad that uh, my editor then would have to make changes, edit things, because this was not something I did often and it was a new thing. You know, it was a new thing. But now I can say, uh, at least if you are doing editing for me, I wouldn't compare now and then. Then was bad, but now it's getting better. So you shouldn't stop. There's something I really used to do in my writing journey. I make sure, like I said, I have I own a journal. Whatever thought or whatever idea I have, I make sure I pin it down because I wouldn't want you will forget. If you said you said there is something specific, you know, that is you know tagged along with your ideas. But for me, I forget. So I make sure my my journals are with me. If they are not with me, but I make sure I go around with my journals. If they are not with me, my phone is my easy access that I make sure that I pin down my ideas or whatever, my next story or what I should put in my story, my storyline and whatever. So that's what I do. And I, like I said, I own a journal. Uh, I write down, I write down my plans. I write down, I schedule a time. So time is when I'm supposed to write. Sometimes I miss out the time, but I make up for it. Sometimes I say, okay, during the day, just find what works for you. For me, I really don't like writing in the day. I get tired. I get, you know, my mind is, my brain is, you know, doing a whole lot, moving the activities of the day, 
you are occupied with what you want to do and if you have to eat and stuff like that so most times i write i mostly write at night night is the perfect time for me because at that time i am i know that what next is sleep so there's really nothing like oh she's standing oh i think i forgot something at the shop oh i think my mom needs to um, get i need to get this done for my mom oh i was asked to so my mind at that time is is at rest so that's the time I know that I have ideas and the things that I thought about in the morning, I could write them down at night. So I make sure I schedule my time. I don't miss the time. Sometimes I do, but I make sure I make up for it for them. So make sure you make up for them. Read a lot. Watch videos on writing, YouTube videos. If, if you are new, try the Facebook. Try, put yourself out there. People will find you. You know, another thing I enjoy doing is to be in the book club. You can't be an island. You need people that are in your, you know, in your circle or in a circle of writers fellow writers you can learn one or two things from them and then that's how you help each other help yourselves so what else am i missing on the writing journey um don't be scared you know um charge people for your worth because you're worth it is your time is your is your research is your is your what is your fucking knowledge sorry for the language but yes it's your knowledge so everything needs to be paid for. You get, you, you don't, if you need, to, if you want to help, fine. But there should be boundaries. You should know when to tell someone, no, I'm not doing this for you. Do it yourself. You get, if even is around friends, nobody should be a leech to you. Let, let let them know that you're a writer, and so you have to, you have to get paid for certain things. Even if you want to make a discount for them because they are your friends, fine. But they have to pay for the time you are working on whatever thing that you're doing. And then find a niche for yourself. What do you enjoy doing more? You know, what do you really, really enjoy doing more? So it's, it should be part of it. Ah, well, I said 33 minutes talking about <laughs> writing. So, yes, I've enjoyed my writing so far. And yeah, if you have any questions for me, I would, uh, I think I should end here because this podcast is going so long. So if you have any questions for me, please do well to, I'll share a link to you on my, my WhatsApp, my Facebook. My Instagram page and yeah, another platform where you would send me a link or either a voice recording as my friend did uh, previously, or you could send me a text or DM me on my social accounts. So I'm going to send it to you and I'm going to answer every questions you ask me about my writing journey and um, as my upcoming writers or whoever that wants to start the journey of writing could ask me any question. I know that I am not, you know. I am not, um, how am I supposed to say it? I am no master. I am no master of this thing, but I think I have, so far, I've got ideas and experiences that I would love to share to you, with all of you. So, yes, we've come to the end of our podcast. Hey, I don't talk plenty. Jesus, I'm not, <laughs> not so tired. Uh, and yeah, I've gotten to the end of my podcast. I'll invite my friend over. I think she would, she would, she would send her own voice link on her writing journey because she's, she too is a fellow writer and I'm not going to make a, so much introduction but because she's going to introduce herself on the next podcast or to be linked up to this particular podcast so yeah thank you so much guys and please 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 please, please make sure you listen to my podcast favorite it on Spotify so that people will know so that this podcast can you know reach out to the rest of the world and Follow me on my IG page as Live with OT Podcast. Spelling is, is it spelling L I F E W I T without the H. That's with without the H. 
them like this OT podcast. And on my social platform on Facebook is still like the OT podcast. And, and yes, thank you so much, guys. <laughs> See you next on our um, next episode of our podcast on like the OT. Bye. Quite an interesting podcast, though. Well, the first, my first podcast, you know, first time listening to a podcast. I think it's interesting. Um, I don't really know much about, but I know it's more of, you know, you expressing yourself. But I don't think there is nothing wrong in you being an introvert, you know, because I know that I'm one, so... I wouldn't want you to change whom you are. It's not... I mean, there are so many advantages of you being an introvert. So, I think that is the only point I only comment on. Every other thing is cool. Lovely, interesting. I love it.